This is the station you turn to first for live team coverage of breaking news. 98.7 and 13.30 KNSS, Wichita's number one talk. Good morning, 7 o'clock. This is the KNSS Morning News with Steve and Ted. I'm Steve McIntosh. More documents linked to President Biden found. We have the story. Wichita teen hospitalized after ingesting pot-based gummy. I'm Ted Woodward. Those details just ahead. I'm Rodney Price. There's a new chair and chair pro tem for the Sedgwick County Commission. That story is coming up. I'm KNSS, meteorologist and holiday. The system that brought us a mix of rain and snow overnight is making its exit, and with a clearing sky, it's going to be windy and much colder today. Our complete forecast here in just a few minutes. President Joe Biden's legal team has discovered additional documents containing classification markings. The revelation comes days after an attorney for the president said Biden's lawyers had discovered a small number of classified documents at his former office space in Washington. A person who spoke to the Associated Press Wednesday on condition of anonymity says the legal team found the additional material at a second location. Thousands of flights were delayed as the ripple effect lasted yesterday following a 90-minute ground stoppage of air travel. The FAA grounded commercial flights after a malfunction of their notice-to-air mission system. This is what alerts pilots of hazards and safety issues. Transportation Secretary Pete Buttigieg was asked how big of a fail this was on the part of the FAA, as he's been highly critical of the airline industry. Yeah, when there's a problem with uh, a government system, we're going to own it, we're going to find it, and we're going to fix it. Uh, In this case, we had to make sure that there was complete confidence about the safety of flight operations, which is why there is the conservative but important step uh, to have that pause. Buttigieg said the system was showing inaccuracies, and even after a reboot, the issues hadn't resolved. In a tweet Wednesday night, the FAA said they'd preliminarily traced the issue to a damaged database file. Jessica Rosenthal, Fox News. A student at Wichita's Krista McAuliffe Middle School was hospitalized after ingesting a marijuana-based gummy. Officials say a school nurse was contacted by the teen Tuesday. Police and EMS were called. It was learned that six other students between the ages of 13 and 14 were involved. USD 259 is investigating for possible disciplinary actions. The case will also be presented to the Sedgwick County District Attorney's Office. At yesterday's Sedgwick County Commission meeting, the board selected a new chair and a chair pro tem for the year. Commissioner Pete Meitzner was the sole nominee for chairman. He previously served in the role in 2020 and 2021 and replaces outgoing chairman David Dennis. Next, the chair pro tem was selected. Current pro tem Sarah Lopez and Commissioner Jim Howell were nominated for the role, and by a 3-2 to two vote, Howell was selected. The pro tem serves as chairperson in the chairperson's absence. Rodney Price, KNSS News. That commission meeting was the first for new 4th District Commissioner Ryan Beatty. I really just would like to thank the people of District 4 in Sedgwick County for, for the opportunity to serve. It's something I'm truly grateful for. I'm honored to be in this position. It's a responsibility I take very seriously. Beatty said hyper-partisanship and a lack of civility have created a toxic environment at all levels of government. He pledged to listen and respect the opinions of others, but to disagree gracefully when the time comes. 
A Republican lawmaker continuing to face calls to resign. Fox's Ashley Strohmeyer reports. The freshman lawmaker is being pressed by four House Republicans to resign amid reports he misled voters on parts of his resume and biography. Nassau GOP Chairman Kairos said he disgraced the House of Representatives. He also called for his immediate resignation and says he's not welcome at the Republican Party headquarters for meetings or events. Well, Santos saying, I was elected to serve the people of NYO3, not the party and politics. Politicians. I remain committed to doing that and regret to hear that local officials refuse to work with my office. I will not resign. And House Speaker Kevin McCarthy says Santos will not be a part of any committees. KNSS News Time now, 7.04, four minutes past 7 o'clock. In sports, we'll be taking a look at Chiefs talk tonight and some goings on in the NBA. That's coming up in sports. Surgeons have removed cancerous lesions from the First Lady's body, Jill Biden's body. That story and more news coming up. Stephen Ten of the morning here on KNSS. The KNSS Morning News with Stephen Ted. 707 now, seven minutes past seven o'clock. The White House says surgeons have removed a cancerous lesion above First Lady Jill Biden's right eye and one on her chest and that a third lesion on her left eyelid is being examined. Presidential physician Dr. Kevin O'Connor says examinations confirmed that the lesions over Biden's right eye and on her chest were basal cell carcinoma. That's the most curable form of skin cancer. Nearly $2 million is being made available through the Kansas Housing Resources Corporation, helping families move into homes in rural areas of the state. Lions City Administrator Chad Buckley says there's a need for housing in small towns around Kansas. We have jobs, you know, all the way around us, and we would love for people to work here and live here. Um, so the, the housing needs to be here for that to happen. The new program designed to help rural lenders make it easier for potential homeowners. Anyone interested is encouraged to talk to your banker about how to access the funds to help you move to a rural part of the state. Iowa's largest school district resumes classes after a cybersecurity incident. Des Moines Public Schools back in session following the district canceling class for two days, citing a cybersecurity incident that knocked out its Internet and network. Reps emailing parents they've made significant progress in restoring the network, but explain Wi-Fi will be offline when students return, telling them to expect an offline learning experience. Interim Superintendent Matt Smith not revealing if any data was compromised, telling reporters the district is operating as if this was a ransomware attack, explaining state and federal authorities are investigating. Kristen Goodwin, Fox News. An ex-elections commissioner in New York, a Republican, pleads guilty to committing ballot fraud two years ago. Jason Schofield was a Rensselaer County Board of Elections member up until last month when he resigned. He admitted to using the names of 12 voters to apply for absentee ballots, acting as each of the voters to get the document. Schofield appeared before a judge last September saying he was innocent of the charges. Now that his plea has changed, Schofield is set to be arraigned May 12th. He could be sentenced to five years behind bars, a fine of up to a quarter million dollars, and supervised probation. Grinnell Scott, Fox News. A Florida drawbridge operator will avoid prison time following the death of a bicyclist. Drawbridge operator Artusha Paul pleaded guilty to manslaughter but struck a deal that keeps her from serving time behind bars 
if she completes eight hours of probation. In February of 2022, 79-year-old Carol Wright began walking her bike across a bridge that connects Palm Beach with Florida's mainland. Prosecutors say Polk raised the drawbridge without making sure the span was clear. Wright fell to her death, landing on a concrete slab. In a separate case, her family sued the company that contracts bridge operators for $8 million. Tom Graham, Fox News. KNSS News Time now, 7.10, 10 minutes past 7 o'clock. The traffic conditions here in the Wichita area actually looking pretty good. You might want to watch out for the occasional slick spot uh, due to wet roadways or uh, perhaps even maybe frozen elevated areas. But the roadway is looking okay here. However, you don't have to go too far out of the Wichita area uh, to the east or the north before you actually start running into some worse road conditions so be careful uh, if you're headed that direction traffic update from 98.7 at 1330 knss i'm jad chambers and now the ksn storm tracker 3 forecast with kansas today meteorologist lucy doll good morning lucy good morning guys how are you we're good 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 it's so much of a brief a brief blast of winter came through and now back to spring again is that it back to spring as we head towards the weekend you said it better than i could so i guess i'm done okay hey thank you thank you okay well this snow is continuing to push well off towards the southeast but stronger winds are filtering in behind we've seen some pretty gusty wind conditions and that could cause some blowing snow on roadways especially as you head further off towards the southeastern portion of the state this morning Temperatures should be rebounding nicely, though. We're going to be reaching back up into the 40s by this afternoon. And then we'll stay in the 40s for Friday, but Saturday and Sunday, they are looking beautiful. We're jumping into the 50s by Saturday, 60s by Sunday. Plenty of sunshine also will be carrying us through the weekend. So we, as you said, we had that brief shot of winter this morning, but now we're looking towards spring as we head towards Saturday and Sunday. All right. So uh, right now, it's kind of breezy out there, right? A little bit breezy. Current winds are out of the north at 21 miles per hour. Our last recorded wind gust was at 32 miles per hour at the airport. Temperatures, though, holding on to 32, but our wind chills. With that northerly wind, it's feeling more like 20 degrees as you step outside. So yeah. definitely bundle up this morning. Yeah, it's one of those days in Kansas where you say, well, it's not the temperature. It's the wind that makes no, it. No, it wouldn't be so bad without the wind. There you go. All right. Thank you, Lucy. That's the uh, KSN Storm Tracker 3 forecast with Kansas Today Meteorologist. Lucy Dahl. Steve, at the end of the morning here on KNSS on this Thursday, January 12th. You know what that means, Ted. Tomorrow is Friday, uh, January 13th, Friday the 13th. Ooh. Maybe we shouldn't come to work tomorrow. It might be unlucky. What do you think? Well, you run that up the corporate ladder yeah, see how far yeah. that goes. It won't. No, no. Nobody will salute that one. Another spring-like day yesterday across south-central Kansas. 55 degrees, kind of breezy outside, but... Normal high for the date, 43, so we were above normal again yesterday. Beautiful afternoon. Yeah. On this date in, in 1982, the Deep South was walloped by a winter storm. Freezing rain, sleet, and snow occurred from Texas to South Carolina. A few uh, areas received around a phenomenal four feet of snow. That was in 1982. Stephen Ted of the morning here on KNSS. On this date, a big date in television history, Ted. Okay. Entertainment history. You'll probably have this on the blur, but just go back to 1966 on this date. The TV series Batman, starring Adam West and Burt Ward as the dynamic duo, premiered on ABC. Which became a nationwide phenomenon. You know, my brothers and I grew up reading, a couple years. reading Superman and Batman comics. So when this thing came on, we never missed it. We were teenagers. I don't even. Th I think well, we took it seriously, but uh, it and was, everybody in Hollywood wanted to be on that was, show. It was pretty the first couple of it years. It was pretty campy. Yeah, 
Now, who are some of the uh, villains? Uh, you remember a couple of couple of three of the villains they had? Oh, Joker, the Joker, Riddler, Catwoman, and these were these were big, big stars. They were people who had been around. Yeah, and then I always liked the, when they were going up the side of a building. Yep, that was and one of their the great bat, recurring the bits rope, where you could and, also have a Hollywood cameo. Yeah, and that was uh, so obviously the camera was heard. Anyway, it was it was a fun fun deal, fun Batman. Adam West played it perfectly. Just uh, uh, it's kind of yep. a serious, great role. casting, and of course Burt Ward as Robin. How are you going to beat that? Also on this date in 1971. The groundbreaking situation comedy All of the Family premiered on CBS television. Another show that took the nation by storm. You had a bigot named Archie Bunker who was saying things that said, hey, can he really say that on TV? Wow. But it became a huge Massive hit. hit. Wow. With about, about four spinoffs, maybe? I watched an episode. Oh, well, yeah. You can start mods, Jeffersons. Yeah, they kept bringing in all these going, great yeah. characters, and all of a sudden, bang, there's a spinoff on it. What do you say? Well, I just I watched an episode of All in the Family about a month ago, and it's still funny. <laughs> it, gosh, it's funny. <laughs> All right, uh, you're the, and it's uh, stuff that you would not get on the air today. Probably wouldn't. No, that's that's true. Uh, I'm watching. And that's why it's good. It's cutting edge. It's controversial. It's funny. You know, and I'm watching uh, Gunsmoke episodes from the '60s on TV, and there's a disclaimer on them that uh, what portrayal of so and so is not the uh, the way they portray American Indians and people like okay. that is uh, not acceptable. I guess you're not smart enough to notice that for yourself. Yeah, you, you have, have to, to be put told. a disclaimer on yeah. there. So if a kid walk, can you really say that? You know, I guess. I don't know. It's amazing. Entrepreneur Jeff Bezos having a birthday today. 59 years old. There's going to be a Jeff Bezos reference in the blur in entertainment news ah, this morning at 835. On his birthday, huh? Yeah, so think about that. Yeah, that's pretty cool. How, how old is he? 59. Very wealthy man. And the public... Uh, Came up with a great idea at the right time. Well, the public has not tired of hearing about Prince Harry. Sales, yes, we have. Yes, you have. Sales for Spare have placed the Duke of Sussex in some rarefied company. Penguin Random House announced Wednesday that first-day sales of all of his tell-all memoir topped 1.4 million copies. Why do you have to buy the book? He's on every TV show in... Mankind the last five days. Now that's a record pace for nonfiction from a company that also publishes Barack and Michelle Obama, who's becoming needed a week to reach 1.4 million. Now, sales for Spare include hardcover, audiobook, and ebook editions. So he's crossing all the media there. Prince Harry, mm. spare. Spare me. <laughs> 718, Stephen Ted in the morning here on KNSS. It is sports time again. Ted Woodward this morning. Ted? Yeah, we'll be talking pro football tonight on the weekly edition of the Chiefs Kingdom Show. Of course, the NFL playoffs begin this weekend, and the Chiefs do not have to take part. They get the week off by finishing as the top team in the conference. So a nice week of rest for the Chiefs while everybody else has to play and advance into the next round. Lots to talk about tonight as we make the transition from the regular season into the postseason. The Chiefs Kingdom Show. That's hosted by the play-by-play voice of the Chiefs, Mitch Holtus. That'll be at 6 o'clock tonight over on 97.5 and 1240 KFH. And, of course, coming up uh, one hour from now, we'll have our weekly Thursday morning feature, The Minute with Mitch, as he uh, talks Chiefs football. That'll be one hour from now in the 8 o'clock sports. Speaking of pro football, more good news concerning 
the Buffalo Bills player, Damar Hamlin, who suffered a cardiac arrest on Monday Night Football last week. Hamlin has been released from a Buffalo hospital after two days of testing and will continue his rehab with the Bills and at home following the cardiac arrest he suffered on the field during a game against the Cincinnati Bengals on January the 2nd. Hamlin spent last week in the hospital in Cincinnati before being sent back to Buffalo. Bills coach Sean McDermott indicating that it will be up to Hamlin when to visit the team, saying his health comes first and that, quote, will welcome him back as he feels ready. Hamlin tweeting Tuesday asking people to, quote, keep me in y'all prayers, please. Kevin Uretsky, Fox News. Some college women's basketball last night. Sterling ladies went on the road big at Ottawa, 99-66. The Sterling women were ranked number 22 in the nation on a three-game winning streak right now, 13-4 on the season, and they are atop the standings in the KCAC. The Friends women win at home last night on the west side of town, beat McPherson 65-58. The Friends ladies are 8-1 on home court this season, and they're holding steady in third place in the conference standings. Friends women now on a three-game winning streak. Pro basketball in the NBA last night. The Denver Nuggets win at home, getting to the halfway mark of the season, beating the Phoenix Suns 126-97. Coming off the bench for the Nuggets, the rookie, former Kansas Jayhawk, Christian Brown, Two for two at the free throw line. Also had a steal. Halfway mark of the season, the Nuggets are atop the Western Conference, and they are on a four-game winning streak right now. Happy birthday to a former pitcher that spent some years here in Wichita. Paul Russell is 76 years old today. Very reliable pitcher for the Wichita Arrows. Trouble was, he got stuck here in AAA for four years in the minor league system with the Chicago Cubs. Russell pitched here from 1972 through 1975, piling up 25 wins and 26 saves along the way. The Cubs finally called him up, and he did spend five years in the big leagues, mostly with the Cubs, but pretty good pitcher right there. Paul Russell. I remember him. Played for the Wichita Arrows in the early to mid-1970s. It's his birthday. Paul Russell is 76 today. And that's sports with Steve and Ted. Don't forget... One hour from now, our weekly Thursday morning feature, The Minute with Mitch, previewing uh, previewing Chiefs football this weekend. There All you right. go. 721 now. Keep it here for a house call for health. Mask recommendations are back in some places thanks to a COVID surge. That's on the way with Steve and Ted here on KNSS. This is Steve and Ted on 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. Good morning, Steve McIntosh, Ted Woodward. 32 degrees now, the north wind gusting to 32 miles per hour. Should he stay or should he go? What freshman New York Republican Congressman George Santos should do depends on who you talk to. What happened? How did this happen? Thursday, residents in New York's 3rd Congressional District were asking that and pondering if GOP Congressman-elect George Santos will be sworn in as a U.S. House member next Tuesday. Many voters hope he won't, but should he be, Angel Reyes says the task is clear. we got to make sure that he's not elected again. Uh, in 2024. Nicole Maliotakis, New York's 11th District Congresswoman, tells Fox it's not time for the House to act yet. This is between him and his constituents until there is some type of uh, charge. The Nassau County DA says she is looking into that. Gernal Scott, Fox News. The city council in Park City has passed a star bond resolution that could bring new attractions to the area. 
Planning is in the early stages for an area that would include an aquarium, restaurants, a museum, retail and hotel spaces, and a multi-purpose facility. Park City Administrator Dana Walden says the benefits would not be limited to Park City. would be a fantastic project for not just Park City, but also for the Wichita Central County area and this part of the state. It would bring millions of people to the city of Park City and to this area. A public hearing has been scheduled for February 14th. The star bond resolution still must be approved by the state. Wednesday's Sedgwick County Commission meeting was the first for new 4th District Congre- uh, Commissioner Ryan Beatty. One of his big concerns is the current state of politics. It is no secret that hyperpartisanship and a lack of civility has created a toxic environment in all levels of government and in our society. The result is that we have stagnated progress. Progress has been stagnated. Beatty pledged to listen and respect the opinions of others, but uh, disagrees gracefully when the time comes. The Kansas Department of Health and Environment has announced the results of recent water testing at Mill Creek in northeast Kansas following an oil spill last month. Since the spill took place, samples from the creek have shown a decrease in the concentration of contaminants. Uh, Officials will still advise that people, pets, and livestock avoid the water. Pipeline owner TC Energy continues with the cleanup. Births in the United States continue to decline. A CDC study finds that half of women under 45 are childless. That's a drop of nearly 55% from the previous four-year period. The study also finds that more women are delaying having children until later in life, concluding that women obtaining higher levels of education and putting careers ahead of becoming mothers are reasons, as well as easy access to contraception and instability in relationships. Gary Baumgarten, Fox News. And now the forecast with KNSS staff meteorologist Dan Holliday. Good morning, Dan. Good morning. An area of low pressure continues to move on off to the south and east of us. We are on the colder side of that, so we saw some wintry precipitation overnight. And with a clearing sky today, windy with a high 38. Partly cloudy tonight, Charlo 22. Sunny 42 tomorrow with a high in the low 50s by Saturday. I'm KNSS meteorologist Dan Holliday. 731 now. Steve is headed in the morning here on KNSS. And by the way, cloudy sky right now, 32 degrees. And we have a north wind at third, gustings at 32 miles per hour. And uh, Jad Chambers in traffic this morning, Jad. Yeah, uh, again, here in the Wichita area, the traffic conditions are actually looking pretty good. But uh, just got an interesting, uh, an inter- reading an interesting tweet from KDOT. Uh, they're saying that uh, especially north and east of here, we've got some conditions that are uh, you know, slippery, snow-packed, icy sort of thing. Apparently, the report of accidents and slide-offs in Topeka right now are uh, starting to increase to the point where they're actually tweeting about it. We've got a Kansas Capitol Police officer telling people to slow down and increase following distance. So uh, they're really seeing it outside of this area. So if you happen to be headed, especially north or east, uh, you'll need to be very careful. Not really uh, talking about heavy snowfall or anything like that. Just those conditions that come up where it gets slick out there, right? Uh yeah, well, uh, snowpack is kind well, of snowpack. Yeah, get that and take an icy. Yeah. yeah. All right. Uh, after somehow going unnoticed for more than three million years, <laughs> a gigantic prehistoric shark tooth has been discovered. Oh, there it is on a Maryland beach. Oh, the tooth, which scientists say belonged to a megalodon, 
was found Christmas morning on a beach in Solomons by a nine-year-old girl named Molly, authorities say. Her parents then drove her and the two to the Calvert Marine Museum, which confirmed the fossil's authenticity. Megalodon sharks, which were among the largest predators in Earth's history, went extinct about three and a half million years ago. Yeah, where are they now? But uh, they left their teeth behind. Uh, Yeah, at least. A big, big thing looks like, you know, I don't know. Like a pizza piece or something like that, a slice of pizza, about that size. But no, a megalodon too. How did probably it's... hanging on some fellow megalodon's necklace? Yeah, it dropped off. <laughs> well, if you had megalodon tooth necklace, kind of heavy, kind of cumbersome. Yeah, it's like that slab of ribs that Fred Flintstone gets at the beginning of the show, <laughs> knocks the car over. <laughs> the car falls over. <laughs> the Flintstones meet the Flintstones. Yeah, it's an interesting car that Fred had to do. Yeah, apparently, had no motor. Uh, oh, other than his, of course not. Other than just him, his, uh, feet, his feet, his big feet. Yeah, the guy had the biggest feet you've ever seen. <laughs> and uh, get that thing going. Anyway, the Flintstones. Let's see. What else we got going on? Uh, marijuana uh, marijuana gummy at this uh, middle school here in town. Krista McAuliffe Middle School. And some couple, apparently three or four seventh and eighth graders are doing something. How do you make a gum? Do you know how to make a marijuana gummy? I've never heard of you that. You don't make it. You buy it. You just get it from someone. Hmm. Oh, is that the kind of stuff they sell at the stores now? Those uh, <laughs> one of the items that can convey marijuana. Okay, okay. Get you a gummy, huh? Mm. There's a guy here at the radio station that is really has offered me a gummy before. Oh, I don't even want to know who that is. They're probably a subversive of some kind. I shouldn't say guy. I shouldn't even know. It's a so an employee, a, pers- a person, yeah, a person <laughs> here at the station. Oh well, you're going to get us under investigation now. Interesting to see. We of course uh, on Wednesday. No, on Tuesday, we talked with uh, Secretary County Commissioner Pete Meitzner about the passing of the gavel, which would come and it happened yesterday at the Secretary County Commission, which they do every year. They they uh, tap somebody new to be the chairperson uh, down there. And it, basically, the person is, just runs the show. Um, and uh, what do they call that? Uh, we, we studied that uh, rules of uh, meetings, whatever they call it, uh, new business, old business, all of that. What do they call that, Ted, uh, Jad? Do you know? Rules is of... Is it parliamentary or, or is it Robert's Rules? Robert's Rules, I think it is. Um, but I, have you ever done anything like that? Oh, Ted? no, 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 no. <sighs> I'm not a politician. I haven't. You know, i got, I got to tell you about this. This is kind of... I'd forgotten about this, but uh, I think it was uh, in the third grade. When I was in third grade, the teacher decided we were going to have uh, class meetings uh, like once a month or something. Mm-hmm. And so we had oh. to elect class officers. Oh, my. Uh, and, of course, you elect uh, at that point. And we studied these rules of how you, how you did it. How you go through so procedures. I kind of, and, I, th- guess who they elected first class president in the third grade? Would that be you? That's right. I didn't even campaign for it. The George Washington? Of yeah. yeah. I didn't have to make a speech your, your or anything. grade? But I guess I was the one who, who uh, didn't mind talking out loud and, and being in front of people. Well, why I, didn't this surprise me? It, uh, so I, I can remember that they, we did. We had to learn our new business, old business. Right. And they had, uh, oh, you had officers like uh, the hall monitor. Oh, yeah, very important. Uh, yeah. The playground equipment monitor. Oh. There was a cloakworm, a cloakroom monitor. Yeah. That's school. Oh, boy. That's school. Where'd you go, Hogwarts? No. What's going but, on uh, here? The, the, the old public grade school in Kingman, <laughs> at the back, they had a cloakroom that went around the back there. And you went in there Boy, and how Dickensian. Yeah. <laughs> you hang oh up gosh. your coat. <laughs> so I got to be class president. 
Uh, I don't know for half. Was a your year. term? Yeah, was your term uh, a success by the radio? A success it, by your I, fellow students? I think it was. I think they were, I was kind of hailed as the, the, the George Washington of my class, but uh, the father of my class. But you know, one of the, I remember this now. One of the jobs which I got to do for a while and I didn't care for it was the aquarium monitor. In other words, we had some fish oh, in the aquarium. In other words, you have to clean the aquarium. Yeah, I had to feed them, and you had to clean that scum off uh-huh. the side of the, yeah. the aquarium. Didn't like As that. As class president, you should have delegated that to someone else. Oh, well, yeah, we, we, we had somebody we, you know, they, we selected somebody at, on a rotating basis. Then, of course, you would have to take uh, take full responsibility when they were found yeah, floating when face, was you a, know, uh, yeah. Yeah. floating belly up. Yeah. death. If one of the fish went, <laughs> yeah, true enough. So, you know. Do, I, they, do they float or do they sink to the bottom? A fish will usually, the fish that I've known, <laughs> float. Okay. Just, <laughs> just asking. Uh, uh, oh, I know it. Good content this morning. You know, it's good to see our good friend, though, Pete Meitzner, gets the gavel again. Yeah, he's getting the job once again. And you he really, gets to sit in that big middle chair that's extra comfy. We haven't really had a big verbal exchange down there for a long time. I think they do it behind the scenes. But uh, I remember what I asked him earlier this week is, did you lobby for something like mm-hmm. that? Do you? And he said, oh, no, you can't do that because if two, two commissioners get together outside, that's a violation right. of the open meetings law. He, gave you, he gave you an answer, but he didn't really answer you. I think, I think they let it be known. So, but you know, you can always go say, say Tom, Tom Stoll's the the county manager. You can go to him and say, <clears throat> you know, I need some, uh, I need some uh, scotch tape for my desk. And oh, by the way, I wouldn't mind being the chair pro tem again this year. And it'll get back to him, right? Because Tom is probably one of the movers and shakers behind the scenes. He doesn't have a vote though. Well, but he can let it see nothing under it. It's a backdoor type of thing. All right, let's see here. And the new uh, county commissioner, Ryan Beatty, Ryan Beatty said some interesting on, things. On the commission now? Uh, you know, talking about civility. I don't see a lot of incivility down there, but apparently he's going to be a person who's not going to be involved if they get nasty with each other. All they right. always say that. We'll see. <laughs> All right. I've heard that line before. Mm. But you've never got to do the class president thing, huh? I did. I know. I well, stayed far away from student government as possible. Well, th- th- we I didn't had, want anything to do with it. I mean, it. the third grade, we the whole class had to do it. It was what part of what we learned, and the next year I didn't do it anymore. I never ran for class president in, in grade in high school, uh, although some people did. And they made up posters and everything, and it was interesting. Uh, all right, student government. I don't think either of my kids were ever involved in student government either. Yeah, no, this just is, did not interest me. Mm. Were you involved? In, what we're honest, were you involved in any clubs? Because clubs would meet at high. I was level. the president of the Latin club. The Latin club in well, high that's school. Cool. Yeah, yeah, there weren't very many of us, but I kind of spearheaded the effort. Well, you had to go to a club of some kind, so I took like the Red Cross club. I was in the National Honor Society. Oh, wow, that's that's. Course, I was really... in the Thespian Troop. Man, so you you were involved, just was, not yeah. to. Not student government. Just not student government. All right. Yeah. And so here we are today, all these years later, and we're not involved in government. 740 now. Stephen Ted. Yeah, Capen uh, dropped Latin while I was there. So Did they really? I ended up being kind of the we know. president of emeritus of the Latin club for many years. Well, you, with the uh, with the mass in, in Latin for many years, for all the all time, it seems that, that would be a good course to take. Because you would know what the priest was saying, right? Oh, you already knew. By the time, well, by the time I was, they didn't do mass in Latin. By the time oh, okay. I was well, around, that's, I guess it's a dead language. 
Well, it has been for millennia. At two, Brute. I don't know. 740 now, Stephen Ted. And coming up, we got the Wichita Business Journal update this morning, Ted. Boeing 737 MAX could be flying again in China this week. Oh, that's coming up. Stephen Ted in the morning here on KNSS. Stephen Ted in the morning, KNSS, 7.45 here on this Thursday morning. Three big things. Three. Sedgwick County Commission elects Pete Meissner its chair. Jim Howell selected chair pro tem. Two. Student at Wichita's Krista McAuliffe Middle School hospitalized after ingesting marijuana-based gummy. One. More possibly classified documents tied to President Biden have been found by his legal team. Three big things, Stephen Ted on KNSS. Traffic uh, right now in Wichita. Again, traffic conditions here in the Wichita area still looking fairly good out there. Something we haven't talked about, the gasoline prices, uh, $2.99 a gallon in a lot of places. But I'm starting to see some lower prices out there. Uh, 21st in Amadon, $2.89 a gallon. I also saw that... Uh, uh, to 89 a gallon uh, in a couple of other places to 90 at uh, hydraulic just north of i-135 down in south wichita traffic update from 98.7 and 1330 knss i'm jed chambers partly cloudy breezy and cooler today with a high of 38 degrees yesterday's high was 55 partly cloudy and cold tonight the overnight low 21 Friday, mostly sunny. Tomorrow's high, 41 degrees. Now a cloudy sky, a north wind gusting to 32 miles per hour and 32 degrees. KNSS weather brought to you by the Monarch. Open at 11 a.m. for lunch Monday through Saturday and noon on Sunday. Call to reserve a table on the patio for lunch or dinner at the Monarch. Monarch 579 West Douglas in Delano. You can get a patio seat, but today, of course, they do have indoor seating. As well, if you don't want to be out there in the weather. Yeah, you got the, the option. Monarch. Got the option. Jan will find you a place to sit mm-hmm. down. There's no doubt about that. Rising consumer prices in the United States moderated again last month, bolstering hopes that inflation's grip on the economy will continue to ease this year and possibly require less drastic action by the Federal Reserve to control it. Now, this is moderating. Inflation eased to 6.5% in December compared with 12 months earlier. It was a sixth straight year-over-year slowdown. On a monthly basis, prices actually slipped one-tenth percent from November to December. How about that? First such drop since May of 2020. So there are some signs. Maybe we can get this inflation under control finally. We had uh, an update on the stock market Wednesday. Stocks ending at session highs as investors look ahead to Thursday's inflation report. And so-called meme stocks surged as retail investors jumped into risky trades once again. Bed Bath & Beyond leading the charge with its shares up over 60%. Shares of GameStop, the original star of 2021's meme stock craze, and AMC Entertainment also jumped. And Salesforce stock fell 2% on a Bernstein downgrade. Analysts with the firm see the software giant stock experiencing a lot more pain. The Dow winners, Microsoft Home Depot and Goldman Sachs, the Dow Decliners, Salesforce, Amgen, and Procter and Gamble. The Dow rising 269 points, the Nasdaq up 189, S&P 500 up 50. Hillary Barsky, Fox News.
And a local business update from the Wichita Business Journal. After having been grounded in the country since early 2019, the Boeing 737 MAX could be flying again in China later this week. China's Southern Airlines scheduling domestic MAX flights for tomorrow. If that stands, it would mark the return of Boeing's most important plane to its most important international market. MAX was grounded globally in the spring of 2019, following two deadly crashes in a five-month span that killed all 346 people aboard those planes. Continued leadership in the aerospace sector has propelled Wichita State University to a top 20 ranking nationwide for engineering research and development funding. According to new data from the National Science Foundation, WSU ranks number 20 in engineering R&D, research and development. That was attributed to a rise from $154 million to $192 million in total R&D expenditures at the school from fiscal year 2020 to fiscal year 2021. The Wichita Office of American Senior Benefits, focusing on helping seniors navigate Medicare and the insurance landscape, will soon have a new east side location. Late last month, Christy Ann Hill, American Senior Benefits Regional Manager, purchased the 12,000-square-foot office building at 1841 North Rock Road. That's across the street from Bradley Fair. Hill said she's targeting March 1st to move the ASB's current office at Corporate Hills, 101 South Web. That's local business news from the Wichita Business Journal. Stephen Ted in the morning here on KNSS, and this is Stephen Ted Radio Show number 6,332. 6,332. Uh, we just started our uh, 20, what, 20, what was it, 26th year now? We've had 25, right? Yeah. Can that be true? Now oh, entering my our word. 26th year, <sighs> Stephen Ted in the morning. We've had so many interesting people and interviews and guests and whatnot over the years. We've had so many that I can't remember them. And sometimes you can remember one or two uh, of the bigger names we've done. One of the that I, I think about recently was, was Diane Warwick, who uh, yep. had grown up as, as I did in, in the 60s. Oh, God, she was hugely popular. Yep, that was a big a interview. Voice, that was cool. One of those five octave voices or something and. Uh, and we had her on. She had a great sense of humor. Yes, she was that. a good interview. Very good interview. And we've done quite a few others. I, yeah, I can go. You got a list on my desk. That yeah, I gave you. I've put together a list years several years ago because I have trouble remembering too over the course of yeah, twenty five years. B.J. Thomas on. B.J. Thomas was one of the yeah. my favorites. Yeah. He was just a nice guy and a great interview. No, and he's since passed away. Mm, no, tough interviews. Uh, you know, if people come in and say, give you two-word answers, that's not a very good interview. I can't remember. Well, we haven't had many we can't of those. those at all. We, we usually get pretty Usually we stuff. get people yeah. that, that we know pretty well they're going to they're know how to talk. And there you go. I did an interview this week that uh, it's coming up on on the Issue Show this weekend. And Sherry Utash from, from uh, WSU Tech. Uh, we just had a story about that on the business mm-hmm. wire, or in the business, uh, business news. And the things they're doing out there are, are really, really neat. She says... When it comes to technical training, just about anything you want to do, they've, they're doing it. They're ready to roll uh, with got you. like 9,000 people involved as students. Very important. They've got the new uh, workforce. The Henry's building downtown. Right, which has they've been taken their, renovated. They've got a place there called The Niche, which stands for, it's an acronym for something, but actually it's just teaching people how to be chefs and, and uh we're going to all these. It's going to be neat when they get that thing open because Fantastic. you can go in from the street as a diner and have these young people or these students prepare your meal for you. And it's a cool uh, concept. It's, it's, 
That's the, that little bit, that corner down there with the Henry's on one corner in the old days and Macy's on the other. In oh, the old days. In the old days. What a spot that was in downtown. Of course, Richard. on that third corner used to be the Alice Hotel, which isn't there anymore. Yeah. That's, uh, anyway, that, that you, that this uh, medical school and all this kind of revitalizing that downtown area. Making it, uh, well, it's good pretty, stuff. Pretty exciting. Yep. I want to mention something that was... Uh, I we mean, have a lot of empty old buildings downtown. I love seeing them get re- something renovated and repurposed and used again. Something that stuck in my craw, and I've been meaning to talk about it a little bit. And I want to see what you think, because you, you, you may have a different slant on this than me. I'm watching a, the football game. It's the NFL game on ESP, ESPN, was it? Yeah. Playoff game the other day. No, it wasn't a what playoff was, game. Well, what was it? What were no, you watching? A regular season. I was watching the Chiefs. I know. Okay. So I had to, You're watching the Chiefs finale. I think it was the Chiefs. Anyway, uh, I'm, I'm, we're playing on their field. Yeah, at Vegas. At Vegas. And the crowd noise is so loud, you can't hear the announcer. Well, I that's not good. I couldn't hear the Are announcer. Are you talking I, TV or radio? TV. Okay. I had, met, I had Mitch on. Yeah. Mitch Holtis. But there's such a delay there that sometimes I like to get in okay. and, and try the TV. But... It was so loud, and it was like when the when the Chiefs scored, the crowd, the home crowd, would go crazy. And when something happened, they go, you know, some guy in a truck is monitoring this. Yeah, it's all recorded, he and he's and he's got a you know he's. So anyway, just as an, an illustration, the post game interview they have one of the coaches there. Mm-hmm. They kept it turned up. I mean, the stadium's empty, and this roar is drowning out the interview. How much? How they, is there a roar if there's the stadium's empty? It's a recorded deal, and some clown has got it potted up in a truck. <laughs> how, te, Jad, you're a technician. How does that happen? Mm. I mean, these guys are making 15 times what you make, and you at least you do a heck of a lot better job than that. I just huh. it just it's something that's. Uh, you hmm. know, I I try to. It's an Andy Rooney moment. Plus, if if I make a mistake, I won't be doing this any yeah, longer. That's true. We may, we, we don't. Yeah, I we have zero tolerance for mistakes on the Stevens Head Show. Sometimes, like sometimes, I wonder when you when you hear mistakes like that, if someone isn't uh, isn't necessarily maybe a part of a union somewhere. Oh, oh. and uh, knows that they're not really going to get know. punished if they don't make a mistake. Uh, anyway, uh, this is. I easily can be. Just so think I about it the next time you watch Try not it. to. Yeah. <laughs> and all the networks do it. So it's... Anyway, that's a little bone to pick there. All right. It's, uh, that's why I stay away from football on TV. Yeah. Well, you know, at one time they started, started to do it without announcers I at all. I like to listen on the radio. Yeah. You get so much more information. You get so much better coverage. Yep. All right, 755, Stephen Ted here on KNSS. Coming up, stay with us in the 8 o'clock hour this morning. Got a lot of exciting stuff planned for you. We're going to have an update on that computer glitch that grounded U.S. flights. Ted has sports on the way, Ted. Yeah, our Minute with Mitch as we start to preview Chiefs football. Uh, we always do it on Thursday morning. Minute with Mitch will be coming up in the sports here in the 8 o'clock How about hour. entertainment? You've got the floor coming up? Yes, got very interesting items, good audio. I think you'll enjoy it today. The entertainment news in the blur, that'll be at 8.35 this morning. And, of course, traffic and weather is always in the 8 o'clock hour. Stay with Steve and Ted on 98.7 and 1330 KNSS.